Welcome to Mining the Truth with Ray Sturdivant. Listen in as we uncover hidden treasure. Now, here's Ray. Hi, I'm Ray Sturdivant. We're taking a look at the gospel, and today we'll see that Christ died for us. Once we realize we're in a hopeless condition, we are ready for the good news. The good news is that Jesus died for each one of us. The third passage we use in sharing the gospel is Romans 5, 8, which reads, But God demonstrates his own love toward us in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Jesus never violated the law of God, living a perfect life free of sin. Every righteous requirement of the law found its completion in him. He even offered himself up as the only real blood sacrifice that could permanently take away sin because the book of Hebrews tells us that without the shedding of blood, there can be no forgiveness of sin. His sacrifice paid forever the sin debt we incurred during our lifetime. For us to pay for our own sins under the law, we would have to die for every sin we would ever commit. But in Jesus, we can never be accused of anything ever again because we are told in Colossians that the certificate of our debt was nailed to the cross with Jesus. Because of this, he made sure we knew about the completeness of his sacrifice before he died and nothing else needed to be done by us to help him pay for our sins. He declared to all right before he died on the cross that salvation's work is done by crying out, it is finished. Nothing else will be needed for us to do to gain salvation except to receive by faith his payment on our behalf. We are completely forgiven in him. He paid for our sin with his death, but he did not stay in the grave because three days later he was resurrected. The resurrection proved that God was satisfied with the payment because he brought Jesus back to life. His resurrected life is the same eternal life that he offers anyone who'll turn to him by faith. We're dead in sin. What a dead man needs is life, and that is exactly what Jesus offers us. We're told in the book of Romans that as enemies of God, we're reconciled to God by the death of Jesus, but we're saved by his life. In other words, Jesus' death took care of our sin problem, but if Jesus' work stopped there, we would just be a forgiven corpse. We still need life. So Jesus not only forgives us of sin, but he brings our spirit back to life by imparting his life into us at the moment we believe in him. All that's left for us to do is to believe that Jesus died, was buried, and rose again for us, and eternal life is ours for the accepting. This is the love of God expressed to us while we were in our sinful condition. So if while we were in our most sinful state, Christ died for us, what more can be done to demonstrate the love of God to us? We can trust a love like that to be eternal, and anything eternal by its very definition has no end. The finality of Jesus' sacrifice is also demonstrated in the fact that God did not wait until we cleaned up our act or sinned a little less before offering us eternal life. Our passage tells us that while we were sinners, Christ died for us. It's a powerful demonstration of love that offers to wipe out our sin debt and impart eternal life to us while we're covered in the very sin that caused the death of Jesus. That's a love and a sacrifice we can eternally count on. I'm Ray Sturdivant, Mining the Truth. Thanks for listening to Mining the Truth with Ray Sturdivant. If you have questions or comments about the show, visit us online at miningthetruth.com. Thanks again for listening, and join us tomorrow as we continue to uncover hidden treasure.